Hi, listeners. Welcome to the She Speaks Life podcast, a weekly encouragement where we share our God stories. I'm your host, Jamie Elizabeth, and I am so glad you are spending time with us today to listen. Hi, friends. I have an amazing friend with me today. Her name is Sharice Goodrich. Hi, Sharice. How are you? Good. How are you? I am well. I am so excited that you are on here and honored and grateful. And I just got to tell you listeners that we have uh, met over Instagram. And it was really cool because Sharice mentioned she heard one of the messages from my sister's podcast, Trisha. And how my sister and I share the same life verse. It seems as though that verse was something she needed to hear. And it was the Romans 15, 13 verse. So when she commented and gave me her encouraging feedback, I reached back out to her to see if she had her own God story to share with us. And she does, like most of us do, and I'm super excited. Sharice has got an incredible God story uh, to share with us on finding joy in the present. And I know most of us can relate to maybe that struggle. I can't wait for you to hear it. So Sharice, you want to just explain a little background of who you are so we can get to know you more? Sure, absolutely. I am a wife. I've been, in fact, just had my 19th anniversary yesterday. And I'm also, yeah, and I'm also a mom. Thank you, thank you. I'm a Mm -hmm. mom of two teens. I have a 14-year-old and a 17-year-old. And my full-time job, I'm a fourth-grade teacher, elementary school teacher. So we're busy. You know, we're busy running kids' places and doing things, you know, working and all of that. Uh, But it's good. It's all good. So probably about five years ago, I was teaching, doing what I had always wanted to do. In fact, as a child, I never wanted to do anything else but teach. I never had that moment of, what do I want to do when I grow up? I always stuck with the same thing. When I went to college, that's what I wanted to do. So teaching has always been, yeah, teaching has always (laughs) been my passion. And so about five years ago, my 40th birthday at the time, and just really wasn't feeling good is the best way that I could think to describe it. Just overall exhausted worn out. I felt very irritable with my family, uh, felt grumpy, just not who I was. And I and I was recognizing it in myself. And then on top of that, started the minor health issues, the things that I didn't feel that somebody my age should have been struggling with. And mm-hmm. so I went, you know, I was going to the doctor and they were sending me for all these different tests. And I thought, this is ridiculous. I have got to change something here. Mm-hmm. So at that time, I started doing a, a fitness program at home. Actually, a friend of mine said, will you please do this with me? And at first, I was like, I'm not going to do that. And then she and I said, okay, okay, I'll do it. And so we completed this program, you know, together but not, you know, both of us in our own home. Yeah, yeah. Holding, you know, holding each other accountable. And I, that sort of was what I needed to get started because it made me start to feel better. And then I started to change the way I was eating. And I just kind of started to really realize that I was feeling so much better and my mood was improving. Mm. And the best part was around the same time, I started really thinking about my relationship with God and just how 
I was sort of letting that go because I was so busy saying yes to all the things, you know, everything. Uh I was involved in a lot of committees. I was, you know, if someone asked me to do something, I said yes. You know, I had my hand in everything. Right. Except I was putting God on, like, on the back burner. He was last. And so through this process of getting healthier physically, I started to really feel that tug at my heart to develop that relationship with God again, you know, get mm-hmm. back to where, I don't even know if I could say back to where I was, because I probably never was this, this close as I am. Just, I felt that pull to really, like, God was pulling me in. So, yeah. I started doing a lot, like, listening to podcasts, Christian podcasts, mm-hmm. reading Christian books, and really sort of changing my whole entire mindset. And through this, I decided, hey, you know what, I want to do this for other women. I want other women to feel how I feel. I want them to realize they can change their life. They can feel better. They're not stuck where they are. They don't have to feel yucky every day, you know, and I really want mm-hmm. to do that. So I, I decided to start my own health coaching business. Mm-hmm. And so for the last almost five years, that's what I've been doing on top of teaching. But about a year, probably about a year or two years ago, I really started getting so involved in the health coaching that I became resentful to my teaching job mm. and I didn't I didn't want to go in the mornings. I was yeah. angry about having to go when I got there I did my job nobody would have known you know I didn't take it out on the kids or anything <laughs> like that you know what I mean? yeah it's just a dreadful mindset of having to yes. go yes it was yeah. definitely the mindset and mm-hmm. like you know dreading like sitting there on Sunday night being so upset that Monday was coming and yeah I just you know I mean sometimes I still do that I'm not gonna lie yeah <laughs> I think we all have those moments. Yeah. Yes, yes. But I just wanted to work on my health coaching business. Like, that's all I wanted to do. And Mm -hmm. I kept getting frustrated with God at that time. Like, you know, you put this on my never had any intention of going to teach. And so when I finally felt, you know, like this is something I'm supposed to do, I did feel that it was God calling me to end this to my life. So I was kind of getting almost resentful to God. Like, why, why did you call me to do this health coaching? Why am I still doing this? And I wanted very much to stop teaching. And I kept kind of like making comments to my husband about that. Mm-hmm. And he kept saying, well, you really can't do that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nicely because of the financial means. And so yeah. one day, very sly of him, he made a nice spreadsheet for me and he left it on the table and he left for work that day. And I found it a little while later and it was basically a spreadsheet, you know, showing what would happen if I quit teaching, what would happen to our retirement plan and all the things that we had been saving for and, you know, my own teaching retirement and it was, it was an eye-opener for me, and it was what I needed to see. It was my dose of reality that, okay, you, you keep doing this. You'd be crazy. It would be a terrible decision not to yeah. continue to teach. So from that moment on, I understood why. I sort of let go of the fact that I couldn't do my health coaching full-time, but I also still was hanging on to that resentful feeling. And so it was a year ago in, in June, so it's almost coming up on a year, we were on a family vacation. I was sitting on the beach. My kids were playing in the water in front of us. My husband was sitting next to me in a chair, and I was sitting there reading a book. I know which book I was reading. To this day, I've never finished the book mm-hmm. because the, the book really isn't the important part, mm-hmm. although it is somewhat, which I'll explain here in a second. But I was reading this book, and something jumped out at me in the book, and I highlighted it. And immediately after I highlighted it, I heard this voice, as clear as clear can be, say, if you can't find the joy in where I've placed you, what makes you think you're going to find joy anywhere else? And I immediately was like just goosebumps everywhere. And I looked to my husband and I said to him, I have got to start finding the joy in my teaching job again. 
Mm-hmm. He looked at me and he said, yeah, you do. He had no idea. I didn't. I think I told him maybe later, whatever, what happened, but I don't think I said anything at the time. So he, I really said it to him, what would have been perceived from his end, just out of the blue. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, I knew what was happening in my head, but he didn't know. And He's like, wow, and this, I, this beach is really putting um, the reality in her head now. <laughs> right. He's probably thinking, yeah. wow, I've been trying to tell her that for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so from that day forward... I really did feel like that was God speaking to me. He was telling me that I had to find the joy in where he had me, that I was still in the classroom for a reason, and that I still had work to to do in that classroom. Mm -hmm. And all last summer, I spent the time reading uh, professional books, which I had not done in years, you know, looking up and seeing what people were doing, using Instagram to connect with other teachers for new ideas, you know, getting myself into into different Facebook groups where there were teachers sharing ideas and really trying to build an excitement in me that I hadn't had in a long time and walked into this school year with that excitement, being excited to, to try something new and to do new things and just a, a renewed sense of the belief that that's where I was supposed to be, that there was work for me to do there. So as the school year has progressed, you know, as with any career and with anything, there's ups and there's downs, there's good times and bad times, mm-hmm. and very much the same. Anybody that is a teacher that's listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. You have days where they're awesome, and then you have days when you think, what in the world just happened today? Yeah. And so I still have days like that, but overall, I have enjoyed this school year so immensely in a way that I had had not in a really long time, just enjoying Mm. really getting to know the kids on a different level. We've even been able to join both of my worlds. My world of the coaching has really been able to come into the classroom with working with the kids on a positive mindset and on we call growth mindset. We did a whole unit on health and nutrition. You know, every Wednesday we have workout Wednesday and I'm able to lead them through a workout every single Wednesday and we talk about writing positive affirmations on the top of their tests and all the things that I've been working with my clients on the health coaching side, I'm actually able to use in the classroom. Mm. And that has really solidified the fact that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be doing two of these things. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be teaching and doing the health coaching and that God has me in this spot for this reason. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is that I have gone back to that book man last summer several times and I have looked back at things that I highlighted and I never have been able to find anything that has connected the voice that I heard that day that, you know, God yeah. told me to find joy. I've never been able to connect anything that I highlighted. Wow. So my opinion and my belief is that God spoke to me in a way that had nothing to do with that book. It just happened to be that was what I was doing to help me remember, you know, that I was reading it, there was a highlight, and then boom, I heard his voice so loud and so clear. And so it's kind of a cool thing that there really isn't anything in that book, and I've never finished it. It's not really about what the book was about. It was more about just him directing me and guiding me. Yeah. And so now I try and remind myself every single day, get up and I go to work, that sometimes I think we tend to want to find our joy in other things. And we think, well, if this isn't going the way I want it to go, then if I do this, it'll be so much better. My life will be so much better. Or if this relationship isn't bringing me joy, then for sure I should find a different one. Or, mm-hmm. if, you know, I'm not finding joy, you know, hanging out with this 
person than I should be with this person. You know, I just think that we look for joy in things and we look for joy in the next opportunity or the next person or many different things. And oftentimes the joy is right in front of our face. We just have to find it. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of my story. And so now I sit here five years into this coach business with a strong belief that I'm supposed to be a health coach, but I am also supposed to be a teacher. And that right now, this is what I am to do obediently until God tells me otherwise, until something changes. Yeah. So. Yeah. So cool. You found joy in the Lord, right? Because we can't really find joy in things necessarily. I mean, yeah, they make us happy, but when we really you sought out and he pursued you and that's where you found the joys when he was pursuing you and saying you need to enjoy and have the joy of where I put you in that place as a teacher that's where I have you so it's finding the joy in him and his call for you and your life and your purpose yeah I agree totally you know, sometimes you know, we pray for God to move and to do things for us, and He will do that. But He also calls us to be obedient to what His plan is for us. Yeah. And sometimes His plan is you're going to stay right where you are now. That's one of the things I always try and remember. Sometimes you may not be happy where you are. You know, you might not be in the best of situations, but it's up to us to find the joy and be grateful for the things that we should be grateful for. Yeah. In those situations, you know, incidentally, I would say probably throughout this year, my goodness has grown more than I would have thought. And I believe we often pray for God, especially when we're in situations that maybe are less desirable or a tough time. Sometimes he is waiting for us to be obedient. You know, sometimes he's waiting for us to listen. And I think that's the other thing, too, is sometimes we get so busy with life and doing the things on our to-do list, you know, taking care of the kids in the house, saying to a million different things that people ask us to do. We don't hear God. We don't hear he's there and he's speaking to us, but we miss it because we're not taking the time to be with him. I think I heard his voice so clear today at the beach because it was quiet. You know, we were just relaxing, but I think we have to take time for ourselves to do that on a daily basis, not just when we're on vacation, but on a daily basis is take time to be silent, sit with God and talk with him and spend time in his word because that's when he speaks to us. I would say that that was even how I found you was that way because it was actually on a particular night kind of feeling frustrated with a few different things, you know, nothing major, but feeling frustrated. And I was playing Instagram and that's when I saw your post about a podcast episode you had coming up and I decided to subscribe. And the next morning on the way to work is the one when I listened to the episode with your sister. And, you know, that whole thing was so cool too, because as I listened to her story, at first I thought, well, I don't know if I'm not in that stage of life and I'm not going through what she's going through. And Mm-hmm. But I kept listening, and then at the end, there was exactly that Bible verse that I needed to hear, Romans fifteen thirteen. It was about hope, and yeah. I needed to hear that. That was exactly, to me, that's God speaking, too. Mm-hmm. It was, if I wouldn't have taken the time to listen to your podcast and meditate on what the message was, I would have missed him speaking to me then and giving me that message of hope that needed on that particular day. Yeah. So I think that's another key thing is when I think back to five years ago and what my schedule looked like and how crazy it was, I didn't ever take time for God. And I didn't always hear his voice. He was there and he was speaking, mm-hmm. but I wasn't listening. I think that that's, you know, something else important to remember is that 
not only do we have to find joy where we're at, but we have to constantly be talking with God and listening for his voice because he will guide our steps and he will direct us, you know, but we've got to, we've got to make the time for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So good. If we've got distractions going on and we're so busy, we're not going to hear them. We're not going to even if we can't even just sit still just to calm ourselves and be still for just a minute, we'll miss it. Anything else to kind of encourage the listeners? I think this is something that's just remembering because there's a reason. There's a job to be done. There's some impact we're to make or a lesson learned, but it's always a work on our mindset, which can be a daily battle. Mm -hmm. It can be constant, but knowing that, you know, if we spend time with him, not only will we be able to see the path that he has set before us, but we'll be able to hear what he wants us to do, how we can be obedient, you know, and knowing that, you know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And sometimes the things that we think will bring us joy, they won't. And God knows that. So just remembering sometimes when we get frustrated that, you know, his plan is always greater than our plan. And we just have to trust in that and just from spending time with him and, and listening for those little whispers that come, you know, every once in a while through different people and, you know, different messages and the word and podcasts, and they come from so many different areas. And yeah. Just, you know, being still and quiet to hear those things. So, yeah. Those are, those are probably my takeaways. I love it. Yep. And, I know it's so incredible how we'll get things from books and I wonder how many times we think we read something and but it was really the Holy Spirit just telling us you know what we need to hear at that moment and I love how he meets us wherever we are just you know listening to a podcast like you said and not being able to relate in the beginning and just keep listening and how God will meet us right where we are and give us exactly what we need to hear at that moment too so absolutely absolutely. well I love it and thank you Sharice for coming on here and sharing your incredible God story and is it teachers appreciation week this week it is yes (laughs) so cool well thank you Sharice for coming on here and we'll talk to you soon thank you so much it was my pleasure In Sharice's story, she talks about finding joy in the present. It was so powerful and inspiring. Now it's your turn. In a journal, write some ways you find joy in God and some things he has placed in your life. It brings so much gratefulness when we write down our joys that we will be instantly appreciating right where we are right now. Thank you so much for listening today. I trust that God has encouraged you through this message. For more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website at jamieelizabeth.com and sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at jamieelizabethshespeakslife. That's J-A-Y-M-E, Elizabeth, She Speaks Life. Until next time, my friends, I pray God reveals himself through your own life story.